Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on when you're listening to this. We are back after a little week break um, for Thanksgiving. How was your Thanksgiving? Well, it was good. I saw you the day after. Well, I know. Well, yeah, I know. But (laughs) I'm putting on a little bit for our listeners who may not know that we saw each other, but just want to hear how it went. No, it was good. I loved that you and the girls came over. Uh, People were kind of like confused. So we do not live in the same city still. It wasn't like one of us have has magically moved and not told you guys. Um, but Vanessa's in-laws are in St. Louis. So when she comes in town, sometimes it works out that we could see each other. But that was like the first time our kids like truly like played together. Yeah. So Abby and I, it doesn't happen often, but thankfully my sister-in-law lives really close to where Abby lives. So yeah, I came over and honestly, like, I think Abby felt it because she gave me a glass of wine and it was like the first first moment I was like, ah, took a deep breath. Holidays are know. tough when you're staying in someone else's house with kids. Yeah. And listen, I love my sister-in-law, love her yeah. children. It's just, you know, sometimes a little Not silence can go a yeah. long way. But I'm so happy that I got to see you and got the infamous Jello pretzel yes. salad um, that us, we Midwesterners love. So I just, you know, thought people might was- be curious since we took oh, a yeah, it was break. good. I, mine was really chill and low key. It almost felt like it didn't, it wasn't like a, a big to do, which was really nice. I was like, oh, this is just like a nice long weekend. It didn't feel like holidays, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yours was a little more holidays. Yeah, it was a little more holidays for sure. The day itself, I think that's also just like the amount of people and like the amount of kids and like the amount of everything just kind of adds a little extra more, but it was great. The kids played well. I think for me, it's just like, I think ever since 2020, I I get so overly stimulated so much faster now that it's like, I need like time to like calm down. And I definitely needed that. But thankfully I had a lot of housewives to catch up on and so much to discuss. So where do you want to start? All right, let's start with Salt Lake City. Um, I don't know if like I've really noticed just the odd dynamics between Lisa and Meredith until their little sit down they had for their lunch where they were both talking about like, oh, I'm so glad we're in a better place. But then like, you know, Lisa was complaining about Monica and then Meredith brought up Angie and like all the dynamics. And Lisa's like, I'm not OK with the way you said like she's lucky I didn't bring up the husbands. And they had this like weird interaction and I'm like you they the two of them have the strangest friendship because it's really basically like you need to universally hate everyone I hate and you have to always think I'm right they're the most stubborn people and they're trying to be friends I will say I like them better as frenemies than I do enemies but it like makes me laugh too because it's like okay Lisa has a valid point Meredith because you said I fucked half of uh, well, actually, Meredith has a point. I got that yeah. mixed up. Meredith has a point because Lisa said, you know, I fucked half of New York. Like, I just think the context of like why their friendship took a little bit of a break and knowing all of that information just like made me laugh watching them have this discussion. Yeah. Over like, yeah, what it's appropriate to say. And yeah. Not. Like, what's know, appropriate like, to say? What's yeah. not appropriate to say? Like, because they both have thrown daggers at each other. But I, who did you side with? Um, the server. <laughs> no, I just, I just kind of felt like both of them. I kind of sided with Meredith and the fact that like, 
you know, she's saying, you just said all this shit about Monica and I just sat there and let you say it. And I didn't say why you were right or wrong to feel that way. I let you vent. And now I'm saying, I think, and you know, basically the way Meredith worded it was Angie is acting victim to the way Meredith responded. And that's manipulating the situation. Lisa feels Monica is acting victim to the way Lisa responded. And that's ma- manipulating the situation. So Meredith wants the same level of like support and like, you know, agreement that she gave Lisa, which I can understand that because in my eyes, they both kind of, it's the same level. I don't think like saying like the rumors, but the husbands is worse or more serious than all of the things Lisa and Monica have said to each other. I do kind of side with Marlo here in the sense that I do think rumors is implying something versus just being straight up nasty. Like, I think poking at someone's appearances, like, these are all cheap shots, right? Like, they're just going back and forth. I think that's a little different than the rumors. The rumors, but the husbands. So, I don't Um, know. But it's not that deep. I mean, I'm... I I guess I... It also feel like everyone knew about these rumors. So, I was like, does it really matter? I mean, and Meredith's saying there's rumors about everybody. There's rumors about you. There's rumors about me. There's rumors about... I mean, there is truth to that. Like, if you're going to, you know, play that card. Um, There's rumors about Andy Cohen. Let's bring it up at the reunion. He loves it when people bring up his name. Um, All right. Mary and Monica. Like, what a wild pairing. But somehow, like, I think it works. Um, But I do think, like, Monica is just hoping to have someone somebody, someone in her corner that's going to like defend her. And so she's just kind of like throwing all of these compliments and like praise and, oh, Mary, I look up to you and this cake is amazing. Your house is gorgeous. I'm like, okay, Monica, like, can we cut to your confessional saying this house is like a fucking like whack job of a decorating like situation? I think knowing everything we know now, they've filmed the reunion last week while we were off on Thanksgiving break. We know the cast is not speaking to Monica. So I think knowing this in my mind, I'm looking for like Easter eggs in a way. And Monica between this episode, wonderful television. Yeah. I will say last week's episode was one of the funniest things I've seen in a long time. Like her saying she's dead. Like I loved it, but in housewives terms and in friendship level, I'm like, girl, you are bullshitting left and right. Like this, this is like so fake. And at the party, at Meredith's party, we'll get to that as well. But it just felt so inauthentic to everything she's already given to us this season. Like, it didn't feel natural for her to be complimentary to multiple people this episode. Yeah, the, like, kind of, like, I don't want to say crawling up Lisa's ass, but I'm like, whoa, where did this pivot come from where all of a sudden you're not going to say that, like, Lisa's, like, nasty, needs Botox, needs filler, she's old, she's, like, wrinkly, um, like, all the horrible things she's said about her. To like apologizing and almost trying to be cordial with her. It was a bit like, I'm like, I feel like I'm missing a step, but I don't think this came from her conversation with Heather. Like, I don't think, even though Heather was like, I want everyone to get along, I want it to be a good trip. I don't, uh, it what, just, yeah. I'm like, where's the motive here? Exactly. It was definitely sus and something interesting. So, as I was watching this week's episode, I accidentally clicked on the first episode of the season where we get that iconic, you know, Heather going immediately like, wait, get on the phone call and trying to talk to production. Well, that was in Bermuda when that conversation happened. So it just felt like to me, this episode 
knowing that little tidbit, I kind of forgot about that, that it happened in Bermuda was like good foreshadowing. Like the conversation between Monica and Heather was like great foreshadowing in the sense of like Monica being like, you're right. Like I was in the wrong. Like, I'm so sorry. Little does Heather know. I'm guessing this is my theory and what the streets are saying. So if you have not heard this, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you the streets are saying the call that Heather received in that infamous trailer moment has to do with Monica suing her over the beauty lab stuff. So it's just very interesting. Do you like believe that rumor? Like what's kind of your take on that? It is adding up. I mean, you know, we were told by different people and it's been thrown out that like Monica has used several last names. I think, you know, the family genie, which is like such a great account for like ancestry and stuff kind of talked about like her different last names and how she has them. And, but anyway, if she does have multiple last names and this has been a a proven thing, it makes sense why Heather might not put two and two together. Like, okay, Monica, like just, she's not going to go off of like someone's first name. Like, wait, your first name is Monica. I'm being sued by someone named Monica. Is that you? And she probably wasn't thinking much of it. And then I think it makes sense to me. The phone call being like, Hey, the Monica that's suing us is the Monica you're on a trip with you're on the show with. And she's lied about this the whole time. And basically try to be your best friend and has been so complimentary of you. Always try to be like on your side, but she's suing you. Like I could see that being like, what? Oh my God. Like that being like a, obviously I think it's a little bit of an overreaction, but who knows what, what, like, I mean, considering they were like hosting this trip together, like whatever. So like, I, that's what I think is going to come. And I think this is the beginning of people um, really turning against Monica in that sense. But we're for, we're predicting the future. Let's talk about the things that we do know in this episode. We talked about the apologies. So do we want to talk about Lisa I more mean, about Lisa and Monica? I just think it was so funny that like Monica, I think, was actually very fake. I don't think it's like authentic or genuine, but was like trying to apologize and like, you know, start to build a friendship with Lisa. And Lisa's like, wow, like you're really good at apologizing. And it's almost as if like, she's never encountered someone that says like, I'm sorry, but not like add a, a but or like added something else to it. Like Monica was truly, we talk about this a lot, but Gabby Aiden would have been very pr- proud of this apology that Monica gave, but it just cracked me up that like Lisa interrupts it to be like, you're really good at apologizing. It's just um, in like little, like a couple, I mean, I don't know the timeline, but she's at Mary's house making fun of Lisa and being like, I love that. Love I love yeah. that. Like left and right. So it's just like, Girl, you're being fake as fuck right now. Like, it yeah. just was so weird. And she, to me. we weren't going to see that. Like, even if it was like a few days apart, like, you know that you had just mocked her voice and her catchphrase. Like, obviously, that's going to be aired. So it just cracked that the way Lisa just like it cracked me up. Lisa sometimes like, you know, she's Delulu um, and we love that. And so like that was a moment where I was like, this is classic Barlow. Um, I don't think Whitney should have gone to the event. I think she could have gone in the beginning and said to Meredith, um, you know, I wanted to come here to show support. I'm only going to stay for a little bit. Like I'm going through a lot. I was just, I get her sense of being like, I want Lisa to be there and support me and give me a hug and be excited to see me. But then when she was saying like, you give, like you brought Heather a gift and Lisa's like, well, I'm like, there's flowers at your house. And she's like, I don't care about flowers. I'm like, okay, well, is it like you want the actual like emotional support or you want the tangible things? Cause it was kind of hard to follow. What was she truly mad about and I think that's just she's so deep in grief like and I I completely understand her being all in like you know being crazy with her thoughts like she just lost her best friend but I'm like maybe going to this event wasn't the best idea and I'm not saying I'm on Lisa's side I think Lisa could have been 
supportive and offered her a hug and been a little bit more warmer, like, but like warmer. her point. That's not Lisa. Yeah. Lisa's never been like warm and fuzzy and cuddly. Like her, her love language is probably gifts. Um, For sure. Uh, gifts. And I would say Whitney here is, uh, sounds like it's personal touch and the two yeah. don't go hand in hand, but I completely agree with you. I think his anger was slightly misguided. Yes. Barlow could have been like a little bit like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. All these things. But she immediately, because no one is wrong in Barlow's eyes, like she's always right. She's like, well, I've already sent you flowers. Like you can't come at me because I've already done something nice for you. So, but I, I'm with you. I don't think Whitney should have gone either, but the event looked great. More Meredith Marks jewelry. Send us some I didn't have, Meredith. I'm yeah. just going to manifest it. Hey, we'll, we'll would promote you it for legitimately you. wear it? wear like those earrings yeah i think i would because she had a jewelry business before she went on housewives and i think some of her pieces seem to be like tasteful and not too all over the place some of them are a little not my style but there are a few pieces that i would consider yeah um yeah sure sure means better than some of the other stuff that people are out there schlepping um Let's transition to Winter House. I just want to start by saying this was maybe my favorite Winter House episode. That being said, the bar is set very low. This Winter House just is not doing it for me. You know, I started out saying like I was here for it because of the randomness of it all. And then as time went on, I was like, okay, I kind of get it all. I, I get, I get your point of view. I think the people who are loving it are the win- um Below, the deck. below deckers. The yeah. die hard below deckers are loving seeing their below deck crew in this atmosphere. And I totally get that. I think I'm so removed from that world a little bit. Like Abby and I, we always say, we get asked this all the time. Why don't you guys cover below deck? It's not because we don't like it. It's that there's so many hours in the day and so many shows. And unfortunately that one um, doesn't. And we will occasionally list. jump into like an old season or a current season. We just usually don't cover it and we're not like watching it religiously. So I don't know, like, I remember Riley. I know Malia. I don't, I didn't like Malia. Um, I didn't either. You know, Asia, yeah. like definitely yeah. know like the, the stars. Like I would say yes. we were our below deck Kate Chastain, Hannah era is where we were. Yeah. We have not entered like the brand new era of some of these newbies. But um, so I feel like that's like kind of been the disconnect. However, this has been the first episode where there's been a legit like summer house level party at the house yeah, that I like thoroughly enjoyed this. the drama that it brought with it and all yeah. the shenanigans starting with what's the first thing that we saw. I'm trying to think like chronologically. I mean, my- yeah. Okay. So Giselle and Amanda. So oh, Jason the is there. I just like made me laugh. Um, Jason's like, I want to go on a double date. She brings up the comment that Giselle made on her sheet with Robin with on the shady podcast about her walking barefoot. Um, so I'm glad that Amanda and Giselle or Amanda and Giselle have squashed that beef. It just kind of made me laugh. Big of a deal. I feel like, I mean, like, do I think it's kind of gross to walk in a bare the bathroom barefoot? Yes, but like honestly, remember when we what were we coming back? We were coming on Friday night. You and I like stayed out later than the rest of our group in Vegas. I was holding my shoes while walking through Caesars. And like, I don't think that floor is any cleaner than a bathroom. You know, coming from the girl who peed herself in Vegas, I feel right. like, like I we can't really, can't, really yes. speak on this topic. Totally. My initial reaction is that, yes, that's disgusting. Like on the, you know, the bathroom, it's a bathroom component right. more so than totally. the bathroom. 
However, like I said, guys, I did pee myself in Las Vegas. I've peed myself in Vegas too. It happens to the so best. So it happened. You know, that pelvic floor is not as strong as it once was. Um, I have no shame in that admission. So I feel like I may not be the best person to judge I guess on that. I just, I get it when she was like, it was Sunday. This was in New York, but it was like day three of BravoCon. Her feet were killing her. She was wearing heels and she wanted a break before she had to put them on again. I'm like, I can sympathize that. But I also feel like, okay, she wore her feet. Like, you know, I just feel like we did the squash that beef. We, we're now talking about it on Winter House. It's like, I'm done yeah. with barefoot. Barefoot gate needs to end. No, that's totally fair. It's been done. It's also because Winter House came out so later, like yeah. so much later. So, yeah, I'm with you. I did like, it's kind of interesting having a housewife being mentioned on the show. Um, So it's that part is interesting to me. Um, um Malia. Yeah. It does not surprise. And I feel like I'm going to say this. It's not, I am not meaning for this to come out in a bad way. It does not surprise me that she's the straight girl that will also make out with girls when she's just in the mood. Like I, she kind of strikes me as that type. Also, it doesn't surprise me. And again, I'm just going to say it. I could see how she gives, could give an energy to men and women um, sure. to where a woman approached her again. I'm, that doesn't shock me. Hannah gave it her best shot. She was hammered and persistent, but polite. She really wanted more. She though. really wanted more and really thought there was more. It just like made me laugh, like watching her in that moment because it started as like kind of asking if she likes girls or I forgot how she started it. And then it felt like the way the editing did, felt like five minutes later, do you want to make out? <laughs> yeah, it was like, ah. Uh, she um, shot her shot. <laughs> What killed me the most is I feel like Hannah, more tattoos and a country accent is a Morgan Wade lookalike. <laughs> Which I'm like, are we foreshadowing or what What would be the right word here? There's like, I the irony of that was not lost on me. Oh my God, that is so funny. And like, can we talk about Brian Benny using his cowboy hat to shield himself? Like, I feel like this was so Brian Benny that in his mind that felt cool. But like to everyone else, I was like, you look like such a douchebag right now. <laughs> like, what are you, sh- like, what are you Dude. doing? Yeah, I... But again, it's Brian Benny. We can't like, I just feel like anything he does, I'm like, oh, he's like, he's just your little brother that you're just like, even what he like was being annoying. You're like, that's kind of adorable and endearing. I just like laughed at his like one earring and when he's peeing yeah. and he ended up peeing on himself and it, then he's like Kyle peed on him and Kyle's like, yeah, that, that was you. Like that <laughs> cracked me up because I feel like that would be something that would happen to both of us. Yeah. I would be peeing on myself and accuse you of it. That's exactly what would happen um, for sure. Uh, let's talk about Danielle. Danielle seeing red. So Danielle, as we saw in the episode, they had sex. Danielle and Alex ugh, had sex. And then mid-party. 20 minutes later, mid party, which you know what? I'm kind of here for that. That's kind of like hot, like mid party escape. Did you ever do that no in college? One... No. I didn't but, know. like, me now, I could, I mean, I don't know. If I were in the would right Would you sneak away at your house and, you know, do a little wham-bam while having I would a do it more at someone else's house before my own house. Oh. Which is weird. Because yeah. people would notice that you're gone more at your own house. Because you're the host. Yeah. Versus, yeah. like, if you're at a big party at someone's house, like, you can sneak away more, in my opinion. That's my logic. What would you do? Would you? Both are up for consideration i would oh, say at my hey. own house or but no i see like the appeal of it like yes i, I, know, I, do, I do think it's kind of like you're in the moment you're drinking it's like 
let's have a quickie and then go back out there and see if yeah. anyone notices. Mm. I think that's fun. I get I get it. So she is pissed because immediately Alex appears to be flirting with some women who are hard full court press on him. I died and wanted to throw up in my mouth when he said Instagram is the best way to keep in touch with me. I mean, I do get that he was like trying to brush her off. Like, I'm not going to give you my phone number. But that is the most douchebag thing I've ever heard. If oh. a guy told me that, I would say, no, thank you. And I would block you. I mean, anyone listening, if you're single out there, if this is what you're dealing with. My thoughts and prayers are with you because I, <laughs> I can't imagine. I mean, we talked to our girls, Maggie Bessa Bravo and Danielle um, at Hollaback Cards about this. I'm like, the bar is so low for men. Like, I like my heart goes out to any women, I would say 28 and older, that are single right now because it just seems like there is just not a lot of, not a lot to work with out there. I, I mean, if that's the like, class. It's I mean, art. Like, it's just. And I don't think it's like that bold of an ass to say, hey, we just banged at a party. Could you not be super flirty and like telling our like roommates that you think they're hot? Like, I don't know. I feel like that's not again. The bar is like so low. I agree. Honestly, in that in that fight. And I have to remember, Danielle was like three sheets to the wind. They all were. And drunk me, if I were Danielle, I'd be seeing. Oh, you've been activated. Yeah, Yeah. I would have been beyond activated. I know myself and I would be. But I think I'd be more pissed, and granted, Danielle didn't see it, at him calling Jordan hot or, like, whatever. Yeah. Like, those comments would bother me more versus these girls coming up to him, and he's just, like, talk True. back to them. I guess the I, whole, in my mind as a viewer, the whole, I'm, like, holistically pissed. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Do you agree with Amanda? So Amanda <laughs> activated Danielle when she didn't give the immediately, like, yes, girl, like, that is horrible. Like, fuck him. Like, wasn't being a hardcore girls girl in her mind she's saying like well you guys are just like buddies like yeah it's not that deep he's just talking to somebody like you're not in a relationship like what's your take on that angle i think that's the advice i'd give to a sober person i don't think that's the advice i'd give to a drunk girl who like already seems like mad like in that moment it's like oh, okay she just wants me to agree with her she's not seeking advice she's like just kind of venting and wants people to be like he sucks and so i think like Amanda probably having been friends with Paige knows that like when to do that and when not to. So I kind of see Danielle's point, the logic and the advice. I agree with Amanda. I just don't think it was the the moment to deliver that. Absolutely. And it's like, she's feeling like shit. She feels foolish that she just had sex with this dude. Yeah. And he, now he's ignoring her and she's playing with knives at the party. So, I mean, that I mean, was like kind of interesting. Yeah, that was, that was she's a bit like, interesting. From fuck Dana with girl. Me. And I was like, all right, I do agree with maybe we should be putting the knife down. Not that I don't think she'd ever inflict harm or anything, but it was just a little, a little, um, a little much, a little much. Um, I love though that Tom referenced the reunion, how he's like not looking forward to it. Like was like, maybe I'll come back. Oh God. Like I didn't realize that he was going to like leave and come back. Like, that, oh, I don't think he comes back. I, no, I don't. There's no way. But after that I, reunion, there's no way in hell he's coming back. I hope he does, but I, I doubt he does. Do you think, do you side with Katie Floody over this, not him not calling her Katie? Like, do you get it? I feel like this is so stupid. Like, grow up. Like, she kind of, like, she said this while he was packing, but I would have said this to him throughout this, like, flirtation situationship. You are a 40-year-old man. I get 
that me and your ex-wife have the same name, but it's not like we have these like unique rare names where you're like, oh my God, I cannot believe I'm dating another Mirabella. Like some, you know, like it's like the name's Katie. Growing up, we had like up to four Katie's in a class at any given time. Jessica, Ashley. Jessica, Jennifer, Ashley. Like it's like, these are like, if you're a geriatric millennial, you're we're talking a top five girl name with Katie. So it's like, you're really like that. And the name Tom, it's like, that's pretty common too, dude. Like, I don't know. Are you going to be mad if Katie dates another Tom? Like, I just, I don't see like, I, he meant like he kept the mental block going too long for me. I actually kind of got his perspective. I don't agree with his delivery, but I kind of got it. I think for me as, as a viewer who's watched like Vanderpump Rules for so long, like it's always been Tom and Katie. So to have like a Tom and Katie 2.0 is a little like, whoa, little jarring. Yeah. However, you're right. Grow the fuck up. You're in your 40s. This girl wants to like do you. Yeah. Take you the opportunity. Go. He's the opportunity. He tried in the bathroom and then Aisha gave zero fucks to take a piss in there. <laughs> I mean, I kind of, I get it. When you got to go, you got to go. I also like would have like agreed with Malia being like, I needed to change my contacts. Like I want to go to bed. Like I don't have contacts, but I know people who do. It's like, you got to take those things out and you need the solution. And so it is what it is. Um, But um, we have one episode left, right? The finale is next week. Yes. And they're filming a, or they have filmed a winter house reunion. So that is a first I think it's all going to be about Alex, Danielle. Uh, I'm sure Jordan, Joe not Bradley really Jordan. will get brought up, though. Like yeah, the so yeah. I look forward to kind of watching it. I love a little Watch What Happens Live reunion. I feel like those end up being spicier because people are, like, working for the paycheck. I know all of these are on regular shows, but you know what I mean? Like, they're like... Well, it's like you also have 30... 35 minutes to like make a splash. So I think people come out a little bit like stronger when they're throwing the punches and daggers than they do when they know it's a 12 hour day of filming. Facts. Um, All right. Well, before we get into Potomac, we're going to take a quick little ad break. Um, You know, it's the time of year where we're trying to think about how can we maybe be a little bit healthier, um, especially going into the holiday season. And we are so excited to have partnered with Dose, which is a great way to support liver health in a delicious drink. I will tell you guys, um, when this was delivered, I was a little suspicious. I texted Vanessa. She said, just try it. It's actually really good. Um, And I have to admit, it is really good. Uh, So you take a shot a day and it's clinically proven to support healthy liver enzyme function based on a double blind study, ensures optimal liver function, improves long-term liver health, supports healthy metabolic function and digestion, and increases energy levels, active energy and focus, which I don't think there's too many of us who would not um, take that perk, especially right now in this time of year with it getting darker earlier. So um, I think it's just like a great thing to be thinking about. Neither one of us was really, I think, um, prior to this, like aware of how much like, you know, your liver can improve your overall health. And I've really enjoyed taking it. It's just a shot a day. It's really um, easy to take. It tastes good. It's not like anything that you're gonna, you know, not look forward to taking. It's a quick little shot, maybe even, you know, pretend like you're at Winter House. Uh, so if you want to give dose a shot and invest in your health, dose is offering real moms of Bravo listeners, 15% off your first order, plus an additional 15% off. If you subscribe for a monthly delivery, 
That's 30% off your first order. Go to dose.com slash real moms and use code real moms. That's dose.com slash real moms and use code real moms. After the Thanksgiving holiday, the last thing that I want to do is go grocery shopping. Thankfully, there are meal kit services just like Green Chef. They are the number one meal kit for eating clean. Let Green Chef take the work out of eating clean this holiday season with chef-crafted, nutritionist-approved recipes featuring fresh ingredients with nothing artificial. Choose from recipes featuring lean proteins like turkey, um, sockeye, salmon, tilapia, scallops, shrimp, certified organic, whole fruits, vegetables, eggs, and plenty of whole grain options. I know I try to sneak in some lighter bites in between my heavier bites, and this is a great way to do it. Eat clean the easy way with recipes that help you manage your weight and support your wellness goals without skimping on flavor. Feel your best. One of the things that I also love about Green Chef is that they offset 100% of their delivery emissions as well as 100% of the plastic in every box, plus nearly all the packaging materials are curbside recyclable in most areas in the U.S., and it's convenient and easy. Power through the bustling holiday season with their convenient step-by-step recipes, including wholesome dinners ready in 30 minutes or less, 10-minute lunches, grab-and-go lunches, and green bundles featuring clean snacks and functional beverages. Plus, cut down on meal prep with pre-portioned and prepped ingredients, including pre-measured sauces, spices, dressing, dressings delivered right to your door. We absolutely love Green Chef in this house. It is fantastic. Uh, Kyle is the cook in our relationship and they, we've tried several different meal kits. And I think what I like about green chef is that there's kind of some unexpected flavors, but they end up tasting so good. And also I like that it's a bit healthier. Um, I am guilty of indulging a little bit too much, but sometimes I think with the options that green chef provides, it gives you kind of like a bit more flavor and indulgence without feeling like you're um, overdoing it. Like we did these big and prosciutto pita pizzas, fantastic. Tamari turkey and broccoli bowls, delicious. Caribbean spice tilapia mango salsa, fantastic. The pita pizzas, 10 out of 10. So you guys have to try that. For Green Chef's best deal of the year, get $250 off with code REALMOMS250 at greenchef.com slash realmoms250. Again, get $250 off with code REALMOMS250 at greenchef.com slash realmoms250. Again, Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Step into a world of nonstop action on DraftKings Casino Play. Play the classics like Blackjack, Roulette, and Slots. Plus, enjoy exclusive games you can't find anywhere else. All you have to do is sign up, select the offer, make your deposit, and start playing from a full suite of games. Download DraftKings Casino app now and sign up with promo code REALMOMS. New customers can get a deposit match up to $500 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Casino with promo code REALMOMS. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit 
1-800-GAMBLER.net. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. 21 plus, physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. One per opt-in new customer. Minimum $5 deposit. Max Max match 500 in casino credits which require one-time playthrough within seven days. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash players choice for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Okay. Um, How many excuses are we going to have for Juan Dixon this season on Potomac? So now he didn't yell at Giselle. He just is so hard of hearing from coaching for so long that he just talks loud. When, this has been one of my favorite episodes of Potomac. I was dying. Of recent memory. <laughs> I will say, like, I keep hearing, like, from, like, Radio Andy, like, the different, like, Smith sisters and some, like, reality checkers saying, like, the fans are saying that Potomac is not giving it this season. I, like, maybe I'm just got blinders on. I am loving this season. I think it's been amazing. And I feel like this episode was so perfect. Um, just yeah. k- kicking it off with this whole interaction of, like, well, Juan's hard of hearing when we have like scenes where he's like barely like audible because he talks so like under his breath. And then the flirting with the server, like, I wonder if he's older or younger than Jason. I, that I don't know why, but I'm like, okay, Giselle is leaning in. She is line. leaning, <laughs> truly leaning in. And then I like die because later on he said ma'am instead of like sweetie, <laughs> which I feel like anyone who wants to be flirted with, ma'am, immediately. <laughs> Ma'am's letting you know, like, your grandma status to me. It I am humbles not you. Yeah. Humble, humbling moment. I I mean, I just can't. Okay, listen. I give Giselle props for even having the discussion with Juan. I wish it was on camera, of course. However, I will take what I'm getting from these two because clearly they're going to have each other's back. I, though, would be super pissed if Kyle, you and Kyle had a conversation and Kyle yelled at you. I'd be like, I don't care how angry you are. You don't talk to my best friend that way. Like I, Giselle, like, I don't know. I I felt like Robin could have had Giselle's back a bit more. Like she was looking out for you and looking out for your best interest because this man's making you look like a fool and flirting or whatever. He can't help you. You're in the headlines, whether it's true or not. Yeah, it's in the headlines. Yeah. I just, I don't know. That would rub me the wrong way if I were Giselle. Like, I'm going to, I mean, I don't know if we'll ever see Giselle and Robin on the Fritz, but I kind of would welcome this putting a crack in that friendship for the reasons I just stated. 100%. I also like, you know, I love Giselle. Um, I think she would be better off the way things are going if she did have a little bit of some friction and maybe the friendship took a little bit, I don't want to say a hit, but I do feel like Giselle is like, hey, I'm not going to just like blindly um, support you and follow you and not bring up the things that are going on because we kind of did that last season and it blew up and the fans were pissed and the way you've handled it isn't great. And so I think Giselle's like, I think she's very much aware, like, we're going to have to talk about these things now. And like, it's it's going to be discussed and I'm not going to play this game of we just won't bring it up while filming so that it's not aired. Um and I, I applaud Giselle for sharing it in these moments and talking about it in the confessionals. Um, I think my next, like just this whole pickleball event, there were so many like levels and layers to it. I first like just 
So Karen's doing this event because she wants everyone to start getting along. So she says. So she assigns different courts. And she's wearing green for the pickle. For the <laughs> and pickle. pickleball. I did love that, like, NECA's like, I don't even know what pickleball is. Uh, have you played pickleball yet? Oh, yeah. I mean, pickleball is now becoming the new um, murder mystery of housewives. We've yeah. seen it on Vanderpump Rules. Randall Emmett might have been the pioneer he on Bravo with it, unfortunately. Yeah. That's not saying much, but it's, I, yeah, I played. I have not played it yet because my friends that I play tennis with have said pickleball is for old people. And when we can no longer run the length of a tennis court, we'll play pickleball. Um, but I do feel like it's like really like gaining popularity. I just haven't dabbled oh in it Oh my yet. gosh. We have pickleball courts all over like Kansas City. Oh, we have like, them everywhere. But we, I just have been sticking to the tennis because I did feel like I agreed with that logic. I'm like, yeah. I, I grew up playing tennis, so I will always favor tennis over pickleball so i'm with you in the thinking and logic but there are bars and places specific with just pickleball oh yeah so it's Chicken like fun pickle. yeah yeah and for this event i just but i was like man i um maybe this is going to be what makes me you know break my oath uh so we start then with everyone's arriving and we're getting like the announcement of the teams i truly loved when, you know, Robin walks in and NECA's like, oh, it's like sex or size. And it cuts to Karen, like, the fuck is Robin wearing? I mean, I, we're all thinking it. What was she wearing? She's like, oh, her vagina's on display. And then she's like, wait, cut that out. <laughs> well, I like that she goes, nobody wants that. Not even Juan. I was like, oh, that's such a good Karen Huger dig. It was so good. It was so amazing. And then so, you know, they play a little bit and then it's time to like, you know, eat and gather. And I like how she's like, I want everyone to be friends and feel welcome. And I just want to applaud Robin for showing up. I'm like, this is so shady. And like, I thought like Juan's like, I'm not here for this. Like he's getting pissed. And then we jump into the whole NECA and Wendy. I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with NECA. I feel like the way Wendy responded to this whole thing. I'm like, I think. I think this, there's some truth to this. And I do think you you know each other or know of each other. And you're trying to act like you don't. And I do believe that Eddie and Ike, was that her now husband's name? I, they obviously did go to college together. We can, like, it's been proven. I think the whole Facebook thing is true, too. I do, too, Abby. I'm so yeah, well, excited. Whoa, I'm that shocked that we agree. That we're on the same page. It's always a great moment to be on the same page. I just think I do agree with some of the women when they said Wendy's a bit deflecting. She's putting on an act. Listen, that your community, that Nigerian community in the D.C. metropolitan area clearly is small. Y'all know each other. It's like, for me, the Dominicans in Kansas City, we all know where we're all at. (laughs) It's like no different. Like, people know each other. You know someone who knows someone. So I 100% believe that even if Wendy didn't directly say those things about NECA, that her sister, I don't know about the whole, like, witch aspect. Yeah, I don't like, I'm like the shrine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about that, but I do feel like they probably talk shit and don't like NECA for whatever reason. And Ike, like I give Ike props, like going up to Eddie and like, wait, whoa, 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 answer it, answer it. I wish Wendy would have gotten out of the way and like there wasn't so much of like a little bit of a crowd because I wanted like I wanted him to grill Eddie a bit more. Eddie's reaction was so fake and forced and over the top. He's like, what do you mean? It was like, like his eyes got so big and he was so like. I don't know. He was like, I do agree. Like, I love the fact that like, I think, was it Mia? That's like, we're talking about Facebook and it's 2023. Like, 
But the Smith sisters talk about this. If you guys don't listen to Smith sisters, they're amazing. Um, They're on radio Andy, but they were saying like, Instagram is so different from Facebook. Like you don't follow and friend someone on Facebook that you don't somewhat know in your social network. Instagram, I will follow any influencer. Like the other day, I'm like, why am I still following this person? And I think it was like, because they had a boy around the same time as me and they were posting good tips and stuff. But like, I don't know these people. Like, that's just how Instagram works. Facebook, I do agree. It's a little different. Like you're going to on some level know them or there's going to be very few degrees of separation. So like Eddie didn't just like randomly follow and unfollow Ike. Like they were probably somewhat friends or yes. each other. And also reminder of Facebook. I actually thought about this today, which is disgusting fact I'm about to say. We've been on Facebook since freshman year of high school. Almost 20 or years. High school. College, freshman year college, of college, college, not high school, of college, that's putting me, you know, 18, 19. I'm pushing almost 20 years on Facebook. There's a lot of friendships on Facebook, people I'm friends with who I've not spoken to in years. So I do think had Eddie been like, oh, my gosh, I forgot that. You know, I think he could have yeah. gone down that path. I think denying it just made And it's it like I've never met you before. It's like, do you know how easily this is going to be disproven and blow up in your face at the reunion? Oh, my God beyond but he should have just owned up to it it's like i have vacation friends who i like oh, met on vacation yes never oh my spoken god yes. to. it's no different like to me this is a scenario like he just made it weird by denying it he should have been like oh my god you went to this school like i'm so sorry like you're looking good like say you've lost weight have you lost weight? i didn't you recognize you or it's been so long like yeah there's also, I don't think there's anything wrong with being like, oh, I purged Facebook because I realized I was still friends with people I wasn't really talking to you, talking to anymore. Like, I'm so glad our paths recrossed and like, let's follow each other again. Like, it didn't have to be this big, like, lying, fake, like, I've never met you before. And I don't know. I just feel like I don't think a newbie is going to come in and say, like, your family members called my family members. Your husband went to college with my husband. They knew each other and make all that up because it's so easy to prove if that's true or not, like, I just think for like NECA, I'm like, no idiot that knows anything about housewives is going to come in here with like a bunch of lies like this. And I do think Wendy, anytime she's kind of caught in a lie, she does, like she'll deflect or turn it into something else and not like really address it. And that's exactly what she did in this moment. Can we talk about a moment for the fire? The that, demons. The demons. So the fire, the beans, not the beans on the ground. So in the middle of this, friction this interaction the Wendy versus NECA Juan and Robin are playing pickleball Juan shoves into the fence which then hits the table which then the beans fall I immediately thought of from the office uh the chili when it fell to the ground (laughs) um I immediately went there in my brain but I just like that whole interaction like killed me like it it was I mean, this is why, like, I thought this was such a great episode. It was so, to me, it was so hilarious. It had so many layers to it. And then we end with a fire, like going out with a bang, literally. Going out with a bang. So maybe we'll do a poll and see where you guys um, land in terms of Neto versus Wendy. I'm kind of curious your all's take. So we'll do a poll on that. Um, All right. With that, before we wrap it up and give you guys our usual spiel, we need to do our shout outs of the week. Uh, Vanessa, who are you shouting out this week? Fresh off of Giving Tuesday, I've given a lot of extra love um, to NICU families. 
Uh, I know this time of year, especially Thanksgiving holiday, it's especially tough, especially if you're in that position or you have been an NICU parent. So I just want to give my shout out to you because it's a journey like no other. It's a club like no other. And it takes like there's a community and don't suffer in silence. If you know someone who's been in that position or those shoes, reach out to them and they can relate to you in terms of the beeping sounds and like, oh my gosh, I feel guilty because I'm sleeping in my bed tonight instead of sleeping in the hospital room. So I just want to give my heart out um, to all of NICU families. Um, mine is kind of also in the holiday, um, and like inspired by the holidays. I would give mine to anybody working retail. I have worked retail before. This is the time of year where, um, people aren't always holly and jolly, um, when they're coming in because they're looking for something that's not there anymore. And somehow it's your fault or they order something online and it's the wrong size or the wrong color or whatever. And they're pissed off at you while they're making the returns. Um, so anybody working in retail and also anybody that like does like delivery, um, if you are the Amazon guy, um, I put out snacks and treats for people. And I feel like, um, it's really like the, least you can do because like everything I order comes online and these people are working around the clock. They're on Sundays. They're, um, working late at night. Like I'm getting deliveries at like 3 AM. Um, so I not on choice. I, by the way, if I could say like you could sleep in, you don't need to deliver my package, but it just comes when it comes. Um, but anyway, I just want to give a shout out to all those people working retail or working, um, and delivery driving, um, for like UPS, FedEx, Amazon to make everyone else's Christmas a little bit more special and a little bit more convenient. Um, so if you want to make us feel a little bit more special this holiday season, you know where we're going. Um, you can hit five stars. You could leave a review. And if you have not done so already, please subscribe. Um, and with that, have a great day or don't. The choice is yours. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.